Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What does live mean? I don't know. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, guys. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Jack Thomas. And I'm the co-host, Christina. And today we will bring you some brain candy. Yeah. As we usually do. And this brain candy is themed. Hmm, special holiday themed. Why? Because in a couple of days, it will be Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Not to say we're pre-recording this like crazy long before Thanksgiving in case we don't have time around the Thanksgiving time because mm. of hecticness. This is from the future. Uh, yeah, we're, we're sending into the future. Right, yeah. Whatever the case might be. Whatever the case might be. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast. And that's the point here, guys. Welcome. The podcast where we feed you philosophical ideas and we question the universe while ripping on all of it take nothing personal we don't mean any of it i don't believe mm-hmm. anything i say but I but prepare for misinformation because that's how this goes lots of it yum yes yummy misinformation so uh you celebrate thanksgiving christina mm-hmm. if celebrating is just eating dinner celebrating is eating dinner your family celebrates <laughs> thanksgiving yes i guess I don't know. It feels the same as a regular eating dinner with family. <laughs> it's not really different. I guess the food is a little different. The food is this? Is is it really? It, there's more of it. There's more food, yeah. Because uh, it, if there's a family gathering that has nothing to do with the holiday, chances are you end up making the same food anyways. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's weird the families have to wait for a holiday to get together. I guess the... I guess that's the point of it, isn't it? Maybe. But Be- it's, it's like, I, I've i never seen anyone, like, that hasn't... Who's come to the family gathering that I haven't seen. So, I don't know. I mean, then again, I rarely see my family, probably to their eyes. Yeah. So, but to me, it's like, I don't miss anyone because i feel like i've just seen you guys except i just seen you guys might have been i saw you the last holiday but i guess for other people they need more contact with each other and that's so weird man And these are the moments where you get to have that contact with that person you haven't seen in a while well to me it's like yeah yeah i have the same idea Uh, i don't understand what the uh the need or the want for freaking I don't know, for people to hang out together so frequently, it's like, I don't miss you. I don't, like, I don't need to be around you once a year. I don't need to, like, we can spend five years apart, then we'll have something to talk about, but I'm pretty sure what you've done for the last year is exactly what we usually do, and we meet once a year, so there's, what did it, work, work, pay bills. Just to complain about life. It's ridiculous, we're just gonna go complain, and usually, like, Everybody has a story of that drunk uncle that ruins it every time. Like, why are you still inviting him? Hmm. Nobody misses that guy, clearly. Every time he shows up, you complain. So they have something new to complain about. (laughs) Man, it's Mm. freaking crazy. Because after that party, all they're going to do is go there. They go to the party to complain about work and their boring lives. Then 
they go back to work in their boring lives to complain about the Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a new story in their life. It's sad. They should, man, traditions don't make sense to me. And I do not know what the point of them is. Anyways, today we have an interesting episode. It's uh, gonna have Dave the Clown, the, the owner, the, the founder of the Hollow Nine Network. You saw him, episode 2.08. I didn't see him. You, you physically saw him through your ear holes. No on episode 2.08 so if anybody here hasn't seen him through your ear holes go listen to that catch up and then you'll understand how easy it is for us to spiral out of control in this convert in this i would say it's a conversation when dave is over i'll say it's a conversation but that's a lie it's Several. like it's like 800 conversations like thrown into and and batted thrown into a bowl batted together with some eggs and some flour and then thrown on the pot and just cooked up like that gross yeah it's conversation just conversation with an s it's just conversations every time dave is here Mm -hmm. so yeah we're gonna get to that in a little we're gonna have a couple of uh nice nifty uh conversations Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so this is uh the thanksgiving stuff like you guys know thanksgiving's coming and i hope you guys are gonna do a bunch of stuff uh you can eat some turkeys eat some turkeys i know i don't don't even i don't get that i don't get the turkey part there's a lot of dark going on with thanksgiving people eat turkeys every day don't they they do there's people who rather eat just turkey over like chicken but why is turkey like we i'll save them for this one day and even if, them. even if we were to look up the history of what Thanksgiving is, we got here to murder hella people and then take their land. Of course, we wrote it to look a different way. We wrote it to... Chances are... Even that story is somehow twisted. Even that is somehow twisted because the victors wrote it. Mm-hmm. Not the people who got massacred and murdered. They didn't write a single word. They got massacred and murdered. So every inch of everything we know about thanksgiving was told to us by the people who committed the crimes that they covered up with the story they told us about it so whatever we think such a boring story like i don't get it what's the what's so magical about it i mean i guess it's kind of murdering a bunch of people and then leaving like what are they covering up that that's okay with what they told us the good the story they told us is just what they met these strangers and then we're, they're like let's eat together okay yay the end that's what they tell us as children but we know for well well not for a fact we know that the story that the adults get told by educational systems and history books are that they got murdered but that's also just a cover-up what really happened on thanksgiving that the cover-up story still has a whole bunch of conquistadors basically showing up and murdering a bunch of natives how is that the cover-up? How dark could it really be that the murder and genocide of an entire culture is the cover story? What? Aliens. Bro, it has to be. It has to freaking be aliens. Um, what else could it be? What could be darker than genocide that they covered up with genocide? It's gotta be aliens. It it's has to be. Aliens. It's either aliens or the lizard people. Maybe we, we took out the lizard people. Maybe that's who was here. Maybe there were no natives. Maybe it was just lizard people. 
and we we took out all the so a bunch of like it was what would the turkeys have to do with the lizard people i don't know what what does the the easter rabbit have to do with easter none of this shit makes sense i think we figured that out though wait we think well we know that rabbits really hide eggs apparently oh yes okay that's why but i don't know what that has to do with easter because when jesus came back he i don't know I feel like there was a connection with Yeah, we somehow figured the, this out. But I can't remember at the moment. But yeah. The lizard people totally came and like plundered all everything. Or they didn't come, they were already here. Lizard the Americas. Where lizard people live free and together. Come to this par, par- I was about to say parasite. Come to this paradise where all the scales are welcome. All live in harmony with nature, intellectual lizards, advanced (laughs) species of high-grade technology welcome peacefully people from across the ocean. And they arrive, and the first thing they do is start murdering people and taking lizard people's uh, advanced technologies and, like, yeah. slaughter the first day because the story goes, what? Oh, we can't we pretend to be friendly with them, and then we turned on them. So they got here. But then what did they get out of it? Like, they got was the there land. Some... They killed the lizard people no. with the lizard people's weapons. and Yeah, where's those weapons? That's what the weapons that uh, allowed us to advance so quickly. Mm. They just were kept a secret from the people for the longest. For the longest, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A second we finished killing off the lizard people, everybody got together and they're like, look, we're going to turn this into a country, guys. But we can't let the masses that are basically our offspring for the most part know that this is going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, that just brings up an interesting point. What? How many people popped up in boats in the first place? There's 300 million people in this country. Mm-hmm. The fuck did mm-hmm. that happen? A lot of boats. It's only <laughs> been 300 years. How the fuck did... And planes? If we assume every single one of them only lasted 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. That's just six people back. You're telling me six generations back there is fucking no one here? And then move forward six generations 300 million people let's cut that in half and say some came on planes some came on boats some came from the north some came from the south you know how many people would need to (laughs) if there were let's just say hypothetically speaking just a hundred thousand a hundred thousand people showed up on boats Mm -hmm. you know how much fucking needs to happen it's crazy because lots of them died during those Yes! Trips. So we're talking, no, let's just say, regardless of what happened, 100,000 made it. Oh, okay. 100,000 made it. Mm-hmm. Now, let's be disproportionate and say mainly women didn't come. So we got the majority male. Mm-hmm. That's already a problem. But then let's be generous and say out of that 100,000 of 50,000, 50, just 50,000, 50,000 were female. So we got 50. How many kids does each one of them have to have in the first generation so that it repeats on the second one and that repeats up to the six where now we have 300 million people? Each one of them had to have like 60 kids. Yeah, it would be ridiculous. Mm. It's it's nuts. I don't even understand how the hell any of this nonsense can even work. 
don't know. We started breeding with the lizard people and they give birth to like 30 children or something. They just like lay all their eggs. And yeah. Them but man, hundreds of people. lizard eggs. Or, or we can, we can, here's another way to look at it. If we assume that media and, uh, and movies and all, all kind of media, let's, let's generalize and all kind mm-hmm. of media is green lit by the Illuminati in the first place to kind of, uh, uh, allow us to think a certain kind of way and kind of push us in a certain directions. So, you know, uh, when we don't want aliens to show up, everybody be scared of aliens just in case we see aliens. We just murder them on the spot. That they can murder the person that saw them and then boom, no evidence. But now mm-hmm. they want us to know about aliens. So they're making, oh, aliens might be good and they might help or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. So in the case of Twilight, where they show us uh, Jake who isn't really a wolf. He is a native, but he's a shapeshifter. Maybe that is the case. And it wasn't lizard people. Lizard people are just shapeshifters. And lizard people is their usual shape. They're like lizard, but they're not really that. They're whatever the fuck they want to be. That's just how they stay normally so until we showed native up. Native Americans are actually lizard Yeah, people. I'm saying the Native there Americans the are really lizard people. I'm saying that there's some truth behind they're Twilight. They're not even lizard people, but, but they're... What is it called? They're, they're Transformers. Not Transformers. They're... Uh, how do you call it? Shapeshifters. Shapeshifters. Amazing. Yeah. They're the real shapeshifters. Does that solve the problem? That solves the problem, because then that does allow them... Like We can just assume they lay a crap ton of eggs, and uh, them breeding with any unpure creature... Mm-hmm. makes them by default not have powers. The next person is just whatever creature they blended with. They took the shape of humans. They breeded with humans. The entire country was already taken up by a bunch of them. Just enough so that in the first generation you equal enough. Second generation you're already losing a lot of the pure shapeshifter blood. We mm-hmm. have a lot of uh, just just humans because they have to turn into humans and mate with humans and then it just comes out a human because they have the ability to morph their DNA. It'll be like women or whatever. Well, so that amazing. happens and then just humans come out. So a country riddled with humans. Of Well, a country riddled with lizard people and humans come to visit. They start banging each other. They start pumping out. Uh, we can assume there were already a lot of or or what? let's assume 300 years ago misogyny existed heavily let's let's assume let's assume that women weren't treated nice you know in this hypothetical world i'm Mm -hmm. making up that women were treated like crap back then and not a single woman popped up but they killed all the lizard men and only lizard women remained and they were like your only survival is to mate with us at this point yes a lot of babies yes and they were like we're human and we're male humans. We have the right to stick our dick wherever the fuck we want. Even lizard. Even lizard people. They look like humans. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. And uh, they spread their seed across the land, creating the Americas. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Thank you, Twilight. Thank you, Twilight. You have taught us the truth. You've shown us the light. We're no longer confused about where lizard people come from mm-hmm. or the country. The United States is just run by lizard people, and lizard people are running the Illuminati. That's that's great. That's great. <laughs> hmm. We never realized the shift. Of what? 
that the people came and they attacked the lizard people mm. and they made it with the lizard people, but the people in politics are already lizard people and the people on top of them are lizard people. The only people controlling everything are the ones that can still freely morph in and out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So maybe it wasn't that these uh, lizard people had crazy advanced technologies or anything. They were, you know, whatever the, the degree of humans was. They were as about advanced as we were. They just got that special... They just got that ability. And we get there and we start murdering them. They just got spears and shit. We came up with fucking guns. We came up with handy shit. They had no chance except transforming and looking like us and then blending in. They didn't even know that if they mate with humans, they would just be human. They're like, we're going to grow our numbers and our children are going to turn on these assholes. No, they were just humans. Or maybe they're not. Maybe like a giant chunk of the population... It's just lizard people. I I mean, I guess all the politicians and whatever. Yeah, anybody in power. People still. Yeah, yeah, anybody in power. All of them. Every celebrity, every uh, every person of uh, fame, I guess. Every politician, every celebrity, every billionaire. These are all just lizard people. Yep. All just a a crap ton of lizard people running the planet. That's the truth, guys. Yes, greatest theory ever. Conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. What are you talking about? This is hashtag wokeness. Mm. It's super true. Yeah, super true. I'm so grateful for that. That's my thing. I'm grateful for this Thanksgiving for your amazing wisdom. Wisdom. My 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 lessons educating the masses. Yes, of the thank truth. you for sharing that with us all. <laughs> So what are you thankful for? What am I thankful for? That the lizard people haven't murdered me yet? Yes. And pretty that. much the fact that, look, the lizard people have taken over the world. We we tried. We didn't know there were lizard people. We popped up. We, we were like, fucking freaks. Ah! Killed a bunch of them. Then they started like looking like us and we started mating with them and shit. And uh, they, they t- they're like, we, we got to take this under control and then create a government. Lizard people create a government. Mm-hmm. They signed all that paperwork. And uh, I'm just happy that they haven't come down on us. Eventually they will. They're going to get tired. They're tired. They're going to hire us. They're going to what? Hire us. Yeah, they may. Hopefully. Hopefully they hire us to to push their propaganda around. What are... uh, Man, what do you think they're trying to... Because that means in this case the lizard people wrote the history. Mm -hmm. Right? Right, Yeah. Or they they let people write history. They don't care. They're in control. They probably let people write the history. They're like, whatever. Doesn't matter. Because they don't know the truth of people that are writing it? Because it would have to be people that don't know the truth? Or it has has to be be people people. who are... No. Are there people that know the truth then? Maybe. just people? All right, all right, all right, all right. Maybe the people made the... How do you say it? They, they created the history books. Or the history book. The the history of of pilgrims the and world. Indians was made by like three dudes in some shack. And they survived the events before the lizard people took over. They showed up. They killed the male lizard people. Female lizard people started morphing in the people while these guys were writing the history of, yeah, they were horrible. They were off. We got to make ourselves look good. They were horrible. The Indians were murdering us. But they're like, we can't tell people about lizard people because nobody's going to come over here. They don't know a lizard. They're just people. They were just other people over here, and they were like savages. They were savage other people over here. So they did it to protect themselves? Yeah, and to invite other people over here fearlessly so they wouldn't just die. We're like, man, we killed them all. It's all good. 
That's it. They're all dead. All the all all the savages are dead. Uh, they were brainwashed to do that by no. the lizard people. Yep. Yep. By the original pilgrims. Okay, what well, would you rather be then? A Native American or a pilgrim? Or I guess an a lizard people now. Lizard person. Lizard person. Yeah. Um. Hmm. 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 Um. Let's see. It well, it really depends. If it's that the lizard people, no. Look, if it was Indians, they were really getting slaughtered. I want to be on the winning side. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, I wish I was the Indians. You know, uh, side of honor. Fuck that winning team, bro. Winning team. That's who I'm siding with. I'm like, I'm just fucking out of compassion for the Indians. Choose their side. I'm sorry, Native Americans, but shit happens and the winning side wasn't you i'm gonna go with the people who did win and then wrote their story yeah, yeah pretty much yeah. And, uh, i don't have to uh i don't have to like it people didn't like working with hitler but it was better than getting shot in the head right but if you were one of them you probably would like it what being a pilgrim oh not ri- if i knew oh, if, if i had knew. awareness going in i would definitely choose pilgrim mm. It's like if I if I'm stuck in Germany and I had the 1950s Germany and I'm given the choice, do you want to be a Jew or do you want to be a Nazi? What? Probably going to be a Nazi because let's be real, I don't want to live in a camp. <laughs> and who knows what camp I get put in? It could be a camp I survive in. I could be on a Schindler's list or it could be just Get to camp, walk into a furnace. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be the dude pushing the person in the furnace and the guy walking into it. Oh, well, I yeah. don't like any of these. I don't want anything. You don't want any? No. I'm, I'm glad I'm here and not there. Not there? Well, it sucks. Just just hope when that, when you roll that dice at the end of your life, you don't wake up on that end. Mm-hmm. Because you could blink out of an out of this illusion that you're experiencing. You you're 90 years old on your deathbed, and you're like, I've lived a great life. My grandchildren have grown up. They're adults. Uh, I got a beautiful family. I got a beautiful home. I got a giant company that's working. I've left my name on everything. I'm successful. Everything works. And then I I feel I feel the weakness taking me, and then you die. And it goes dark, and then a bright light happens, and then you open your eyes, and you're 24 inside of one of these camps, and you're like, oh, fuck, that was a dream. Mm. Well, or I don't die, because I put my soul in a robot. Right? Isn't that Um, the only way to make sure you don't get reincarnated into some bullshit? mm -hmm. You gotta, like... Or live in a computer. The Matrix, bro. I was about to go right there. I'm like... So long as your consciousness stays perceiving in the manner and shape that you see now, mm-hmm. like the experience you're experiencing now, if you can get that to continue, whether your body lives or dies, theoretically, you should never end up getting sucked into that scenario. You sort of beat that scenario as long as you can prolong it. But eventually, the universe will still end. Yeah. Well, then that's when my turn is over, when it ends. No, I hope. Then I you know. just wake up in whatever alternate universe. <laughs> and then, yes. It There's no escaping. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen, right? Yeah. But if you're stuck in a computer, I mean, I guess if the universe... When the universe ends, that computer yeah, goes no, it to. it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> that computer goes to. 
the best idea would be to put yourself inside of a computer and make that computer program move millions and billions and trillions of time faster than real time so that when you are in there it feels to you like normal but the outside is moving so hundreds of millions and bit like the universe in there if it could end would end within this time like you'd experience the whole lifetime of this universe in there several times over before this universe actually ended cool, cool. and the goal there would then be inception yourself make a computer inside the computer and put yourself in there and make that program last crazy yep you will prolong time longer and longer and longer and longer but then i'd be trapped in a loop of just doing that no you could all you gotta do is within your universe make it to a certain point you could live seven million years in a row in this but place once i start what if it's like it's never enough time there's never enough time and i have to just no 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 because in order for a single second to pass on this end hundreds and millions and billions of years have happened in that program and then you do the same thing inside the program. Mm-hmm. So you're experiencing full eternities. Think of Inception when they're inside the dream of the dream of the dream of the dream. And the dude is just falling back. In that one moment, he's falling back. The whole movie takes place. And it's because they jumped three times into a dream. Everything they ha- that happened that they felt was maybe days or weeks or months or whatever the fuck was just fractions of seconds for this guy. That is where you need to put yourself. You need to go so far that you can't, like, it doesn't matter how long goes out in this end. Too long will go in there to the point that you're like, I should probably leave this stupid program. I'm tired of being alive. Uh, yeah. That's going to yeah. happen before you die. We'll see. <laughs> True, you could know. be one of those people who just refuses to give in. You're like, never, 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 never. I'll just make another program go further in. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because look, maybe you made it to the end of the universe and that computer still hasn't destroyed itself. You're 20 seconds away from from the last anything being perceived on this end and it's that computer, right? 20 seconds. Inside that computer, those 20 seconds are an entire lifetime. Several lifetimes. Fuck it. 20 seconds? What? A computer's calculations are nuts. But you're inside the computer inside that computer. So you can go through... 800 billion trillion years in that second program while that first program is playing inside of this universe. That is so much time. Yep, and it's just 20 seconds on this end. That's all that's left. 20 seconds. And you are going through... Anywho. Yeah, so uh, all of that plus Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving Thanksgiving episode. It's It's like the Halloween episode. We talked so much about Halloween that episode. Oh, yeah. It yeah, was so yeah. spooky. So was... much crazy things happened. No, it was crazy. It was yes, very was haunted not. episode. Yeah, no, it was creepy. It was weird. I highly recommend you guys go listen to that. But yeah, this is uh, more or less the same. You guys uh, enjoy listening to us. Enjoy listening to Dave. Enjoy listening to our crazy aimless rambles and, and nonsense about the universe so much nonsense so much nonsense love when dave comes over his song mm-hmm.
record live on the fucking vendor hall floor at the showboat in Atlantic City. <laughs> sure, how's that gonna you? You excited? It's a little. I mean, as it's getting closer now, I, I definitely am feeling anxiety. This is like literally. So I was on vacation with my family in uh, LBI this week, and as soon as I get back to work this week, uh, it was originally going to start on Monday, but now the shoot that I'm doing Tuesday AM it got canceled. So now I'm just traveling on Tuesday, nine eleven. Uh, as well, which sucks. And um, I have to, I'm going to be on the road for a week in DC doing some work in uh, my company's office down there. And then when I come back from that, which will be the afternoon of Monday the 17th, that following weekend is New Jersey Horicon. So that weekend, Friday, I'm going down to Atlantic City. We set up our table and we just hang out for the whole weekend and hopefully interview some celebrities and stuff. Now explain then, to me exactly what the hell Horicon is because I have no fucking clue. Well, it's kind of like com, Comic-Con, but more focused in the realm of horror. But you'll still see cosplay of every different sort, but a lot more horror than not. You know, you'll see, or you'll see, like, mashups that make other non-horror things horrified. Are there, like, uh, you, those, the, uh, the dressed-up goons that roam those areas with the, the makeup and their super complicated outfits that deserve some sort of award? Well, that's mostly Dragon Con. Dragon Con's the biggest cosplay sort of uh, heavy focused. Actually, it's mostly about the cosplay at Dragon Con. But Dragon Con also gets really awesome entertainment industry people as uh, speakers, as um, you know, uh, and uh, and doing signings and shit. Yeah. So it's definitely got that draw to it as well. But for the most part, like I went to Dragon Con for the first time last year. I didn't go this year, but my team went this year, and they didn't. I think my partner's kids cosplayed uh, a couple of the days but the other days they wore their hollow nine network official polos that, <laughs> that show off that you're we're an organized organization you can pick us out of the crowd all wearing the air wicking um sport tech polos with the hollow nine logo on it that we got at our uh queensboro.com yeah at a really good price <laughs> um and um so I went the year before and I didn't cosplay. I just I actually wore a shirt and tie to try to be like this official CEO type because I had just launched it and I was really, really kind of like feeling scared as fuck because yeah. I'm like signing paperwork that puts me on the IRS's radar and shit. So I was like, well, if I have to keep going balls out like this, I'm just doing a shirt and tie each day. And I mean, it got noticed almost a little bit as if it was a cosplay, but definitely seeing all the costumes and having cosplayed in the past. Yeah. I used to do a really badass Bane from The Dark Knight Rises when I'm less fat ass and a little bit more in shape. And um and I had <laughs> I had done that a couple of times and I have to actually get a new mask. My mask is all fucked up. Um it was definitely it felt like I was more regretful. Not that I was out of place, but definitely more regretful. And we were there on press passes anyway. So, you know, if you're press, it's a little bit more understood if you don't cosplay and you're still kind of like taking pictures of everybody and you're sort of uh, involved but not fully participating. If I go back to Dragon Con, I would definitely want to cosplay and figure out. It's just oh, sucks because it's in Atlanta and you're gonna I go travel, <laughs> you know. What do you think you'll wear there? Um, I think, I think a good motivational goal for me getting back to the gym as I drink in a beer over here, <laughs> um, is, is to try and get back into Bane shape because that was just like, I, I don't want to say easy to do, but it just felt the most natural one, I think, cause at the time I was with, you know, this was mostly during the time I was podcasting with that other group out of Chicago 
And right at that time, I was actually on a kick of like really getting into good shape. And I don't know, because I was so nervous, like I didn't think I would be. It's just like Halloween. But, you know, when you're in the presence of all these people and you see how intricate some of their costumes are. Yeah, you you felt uh, the feeling of (laughs) inferiority comes over that it's not just about the outfits anymore. It's about the outfits now. Well, you can't just go buy like a, a... yeah, Walgreens like you <laughs> fucking Halloween store costume. Yeah, you got to craft like something truly complicated. From Scream, you know what I mean? It's like, no, dude, get the fuck out of here. Someone built an actual working Iceman hello. frozen suit. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm late. Hello, oh, Hi, okay, guys. here we have hey, Christina. What's up? All right, now we got a full house going on. Now we're talking about really cosplay. Talking about the talking of the about, yeah, we're talking about uh, what was it? Dragon Con, Dragon Con, and uh, what was the other one? It horror was Con. Horror just Con. Cons in general. Just cons in general. There's also like a uh, government cons, but that's a whole other <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's actually a great fucking idea for a podcast name. Government about cons. Government conspiracies. Oh my god. Oh I'm my god, that. that's I'm beautiful. That, Go I'm for sorry, it, dude. It's all it. yours. I don't even worry about it. Government cons. That's fucking Government sick. cons. In Horicon, they dress up. I want to dress up like Jaws. Can I dress up like Jaws? Like Jaws? Yeah. So You're I just, just going to be a dress giant up shark. like a giant shark? Yes. <laughs> there was someone uh, last year that I went that had a shirt which was a big shark coming out of his stomach like it was Jaws ripping out of him. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Mm. Which you can see in a video on our Facebook page at Hall Nine Network. Ooh. So we have a, we have a, I have an interesting question to pose to you because I considered this earlier and I found it super funny. Which is, we can record the. I, I want to I want to have the intro with you in it. So we're gonna record it today. But here's what made this very interesting for me. Do we record because we have to talk about what's in the episode? Do we record uh-huh. the intro after the episode and tell them, or do we record the intro now and tell them what we think we're going to talk about, which is more likely than not going to be a lie? Because if we're, we're going to sp- do that, you should just make us say random keywords that we're not even like, like we just have to think of them on the spot and not even oh preconceive. You know what I mean? Beautiful. And then see if we match up with that. that okay. Be okay. Better yet. We're going to pick three <laughs> subjects and we're going to try to smoothly transition to them. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. And we're, how, how it, we're going to spiral out of control. But if we can try to remember, because I'm probably not going to oh, remember. Shit. I'm probably not going to remember. We're just going to try to aim in that direction. You know what, we we should all keep track of segues, though, and everybody gets a point for a really awesome segue. <gasps> then we need a lot of topics. <laughs> so we get multiple opportunities. <laughs> We're like the gremlins when you throw water on us. Oh, word. So what do you topics think? Topics everywhere. <laughs> what topics? I don't know, man. See, here's the thing. I it, Because I know it's it's hard to commit. Because something interesting is going to come out of the blue, just sticking out of some other shit that we that we weren't even really talking about, because that's how this really goes. We sit here and we pretend we know what we're doing. We talk a little, then something sticks out, and we grab onto it, and then we're super far from the topic, and we'll never find our way back. That's pretty much how I feel the course is going to go. If, and if we get too broad, it doesn't even matter, right? If we're like philosophy, then what... We'll t- 
<laughs> we can and that's how we should do it we're gonna talk about philosophy just make it mad broad we're gonna talk about science yeah we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk, talk about, about mad math. broads yo. oh well, fair enough we <laughs> could just make it very general so on this episode you know we'll have philosophy we're gonna briefly talk some politics and discuss some of the darker things that we don't know happens right under our noses and it's like what the fuck are you talking about it's like all of it all on the next adult encyclopedia <laughs> adult encyclopedia like remember that hbo show that was just called encyclopedia where it was basically like below kindergarten level teaching and it was actors and shit doing like songs and dances to teach about i don't know like they would be like this week on letter e on letter oh my god i do like remember that older kids yeah i totally remember that and it would like go through a whole bunch of different things related to that letter and it was ridiculous. It was so, like, like if we watch it now, we'll probably be like, holy shit, no wonder Trump's president. Where this shit. Fair this enough. This is what taught people. <laughs> Fair enough. Because, man, when you really think about it, there's a lot of crazy ass things that were just on TV normally that are sort of inappropriate. Like, didn't Bugs Bunny have something to do with the whole cross-dressing thing that led to the whole confused gender thing with his whole <laughs> constantly dressing up like a woman and then seducing the person? Like, what? Isn't that? We saw that at, like, two years old, three years old. And now we have the whole trans controversial community, whatever you want to call it. Yes. This, the phenomenon of this recent the LGBT, time. LGBTABCDEFGFBI. What happened? I said we have furries. And we have furries. That's some whole other shit that but I'm not even understanding. furries. That people were able to accept or at least wrap their heads around. You know, that was, oh, you like to put on a costume and still fuck. We get it. Yeah, everyone likes to fuck anonymously. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Some Is it anonymous? Is that the point, the, anon- the anonymity? Is that the point of oh, it? I don't know. Some people actually, I understand from old fucking shows like Real Sex on HBO. Again, HBO always now, ironically, completely expunging all of their adult content from their online streaming services and oh. as if it just never existed. But there were all mm. kinds of shows like Real Sex and Taxi Cab Confessions and Oz. And um, they talked about one of the on one of those episodes about how some people actually kind of feel like they're taking on like those uh, not maybe necessarily the furries, but the people who like the bronies and the ponies and the people who want to be treated like fucking farm animals, like ridden around like horses. They actually are taking on the they feel like they are that animal. What the fuck? Have a hard time understanding. We could discuss that as being non-participants of that community. I'm sure. So we can do it fairly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We can be very objective and uh, reasonable about this. Let's uh, let's unpack that a second. So Brony is here. First, I don't even understand really what because a Brony is just a person who watches My Little Pony, right? Um, but also buys those like hoofed gloves and wears pony manes and tails sometimes the tails the ones that you have to like anchor by shoving like a dildo up your ass kind oh of. my you've, god you've seen those the plug tails <laughs> is that for real is that for real that's crazy <laughs> guys really am i like uh, see now this makes me feel like i have this weird life where i just know all this exotic shit <laughs> if it's so let me of- respond by saying that's exactly what's going on here you are the oh, weird god. guy who has the weird <laughs> information jesus oh, that was for us 
<laughs> it won't happen. He's changed bronies for us. He's changed bro. My perception of bronies has been altered. You've, <laughs> you've literally come here to change my universe today. It's too funny. I was like, wow, what a tame idea of them. No, they don't just watch. They are ponies, but they're bros still. They're like, dude, no, man, I'm still a bro. They're like, bro, like, listen. Like, they're working out in the gym, bro. Like, they're like, bro. Yeah, man, bro. I just like to wear rainbow fucking tails out of my ass. Okay, so what, fair bro? enough. Do you have to be a bro to be a brony, or can you be just like a dude who... I think, I think it's just guys in general. Okay, okay, so it's not like only the, the jacked up dudes who stick ponytails up their asses are bronies, but rather the little ones are too, because it would be funny if it was just the big guys, and then the little ones are just, yeah, oh no, that's a guy also, who likes ponies. <laughs> there are also women into this t- stuff too, and so I guess they have a different community name that I'm not aware of. I don't think there was ever a real sex about that, but maybe it was before it got cancelled, I don't know. We'll never know now. I don't even know, man. Everything's hidden. I'm paranoid about everything. I don't believe anyone. I don't believe anything. It's all a conspiracy. All of existence could be fake for all you know. Bro, for sure. Perspective, one person by yourself, the entire thing could be just the matrix for you right now. And we're all in different pods experiencing something else. Think of how crazy that is. Uh, That's an interesting uh, version of like a... Not only what could be happening in the Matrix, but also heaven. Imagine if there was a heaven, and you die, and then you get your own version of everything with everyone you'd want, even if that the real them, I guess, is somewhere else, experiencing whatever they want, but they're sort of both the same real. Somehow they all reflect into each other. Yes, they're they're all the real person, but they're all just somebody in your universe. Or in their universe, or whatever. Like, you're in three places at once, but it's all really you. I like don't even Dr. know. Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan is some complicated-ass shit. That is some <laughs> overpowered super... He's not even a superhero, because he stops giving a fuck at some point. He's just like, why that fuck sucks. humanity. <laughs> but think about it. Like, if you had any kind of power that put you at a god scale, you'd immediately stop caring about humans. That's a response. You have to be like Deadpool. You had, because you lose, you have to be like Deadpool. His exaggerated ability to sort of exist in a fourth dimensional state where he can just pull shit out of nowhere, be anywhere at any given moment, whatever the fuck. He'd detached and chase his money for no reason. Mm-hmm. He he gave up on having overpowered abilities. He's like, fuck it. I could use them for whatever. He's neither good nor bad. He's crazy. That's a He's happy middle point. neutral? Yes. He kind of is, isn't he? He'll randomly help whoever he felt like at any given moment. I've always felt he was still a good guy, though. Like, no matter how you looked at it. I guess, well, the first movie is very much, like, from the perspective of how kind of victimized he was in his creation. Yeah. I haven't seen the second one. I just bought it. It's on my... My movies anywhere, because that's the only fucking way you can watch the digital copy of what you buy these days. Meaning all my other shit that you used to have to use, um, like Flickster to watch, like Mad Max Fury Road. I have to buy that shit again if I want a digital copy. I don't even know what Flickster is. Discontinued that. I'm so disconnected, man. Whoa. (laughs) What is Flickster? Like, that sounds like something I've heard, but I'm not even sure. Well, there's this thing called My Movies Anywhere, and, like, any movie you buy either on, like, iTunes or um, on Blu-ray, especially, like, the ones that come with the digital copy, it's supposed to be attached to an app where now, like, on any of your devices, it doesn't matter if you're synced up with your iTunes. Like, if it's part of My Movies Anywhere, you can watch it literally anywhere. Yeah. Hence the name. I got a question. Do you watch movies over? A lot. What do you get like out of multiple, it? Multiple, multiple times. Why do you get out of it? 
Um, I don't know. Sometimes, like, you know, if you had an emotional response to a certain part of the movie or not, whether it's, like, something that just makes you laugh your ass off or, like, feel good about yourself or maybe, like, remember a friend who used to read, like, if it's a comic movie and you remember back in the day when you used to trade comics with your friends and shit. Sometimes you relieve that a little bit. And other times I'm, like, looking at techniques and stuff and trying to figure out Interesting. What are you, like, <laughs> looking at how somebody directed something or or how something was and written? definitely how you create looks more for me, I think. Uh, I feel like from the writing side, I pretty much am okay, <laughs> you know. But I think sometimes if I ever had the opportunity to actually really, like, make a movie or something, I would still need to bring in someone who knows how to create the pictures. Like, I could be like, hey, man, I'm thinking something like this. You know, like, think Punisher, think this. And they'll be like, okay, how about we put the camera here, we shoot this way, and all of a sudden you go and look at the screen, and you're like, oh, fuck, man, yes. Oh, I see what you mean. (laughs) How did you fucking know? It's almost like they saw through your eyes, but they know how to use the tools to make that. And it's not as, you know, I think everybody automatically says, oh, I wish I was a director, because I would definitely be able to make movies. It's like, yep, go do that one day. Good fucking luck. Fuck (laughs) that, dude. That's like for a day. Hell no, the all the the amount of pieces that have to go into fucking directing a movie is not worth it. Like I would never in my life embark on something so extreme. You got to really a director. I would be happy to hire a good director yeah. and watch them work and I'm be down there for every that. Day and watch mm-hmm. them work. You know, I'm fucking not, having to figure out how to do that because you have to one you got you got to learn. I mean, there's some directors that are known to be dicks, and people still work with them because the work that they've put out speaks louder than however they might show themselves and represent yeah. themselves. But I'm sure the majority of directors don't have that luxury. Well, actually, technically, technically, the director is supposed to talk to the DP. The DP is the director of photography, and they are the one who physically put the cameras and use the right lenses and ask the lighting director for the kind of light they need. It's almost like a weird game of telephone. Yes. That's why it's a collaborative art form, you know? And so the director is supposed to be at the top. It's like the director and the writer are sitting next to each other, and they're the ones who kind of craft the story. And then he passes, like, what the picture should look like down to the director of photography, who then tells the lighting guy what he needs. And then the director talks to the actors, and he's supposed to get the actors to give the performance that they are, you know, that he's looking for. Yeah, but yeah, the yeah. actor is also supposed to bring their half to the table too, and then it's all compromise all the way down the line. This is why people fight with each other too. You know, this is why people get yeah. Into these it's sort of like an orchestra. An orchestra has the same exact sort of problem where you're trying to mix the individual styles of each individual player with the individual pieces they're supposed to be laying on top of each other so that they all look like one thing to the listener on the other end. And that's the producer's job. <laughs> like the, get all those right people into the room so that they all do that yeah. that is what i've come to understand as yeah, far as i know that's my understanding but that's the creative process ultimately isn't it the, that was sort of that's the sort of epitome of the creative process this sort of mixture of moving gears that all add up to one thing like specifically in the yeah. right because i'm familiar with the writing process i'm not familiar with too many other creative forms although i embark on many i don't try to do any for like profit or whatever so when it comes to writing it's sort of that same thing you are the director and the writer is just a part of what you are doing and you do the writing but then you also have an editor you have to take control over and you know you can't step over each other wherever the writer finishes writing that's fine but then the writer can't be stepping over the 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 editor because the editor can never get their job done if the writer keeps changing shit 
So there's sort of yeah. that mentality to it that you have to direct all the parts. You need different kinds of editors that are going to look at different kinds of things. So when you're editing yourself, you got to find lines. You got to divide a, uh, how the story reads in one edit, but how you're editing grammar in the other for better flow or sentence structure in the other. So that same kind of idea. I love that complicate. I think that's my favorite part of creation, actually. That sort that of you have to you have to trust other people to bring these other elements into play, or that there's the one vision tying it all together. That all of it. I if you have to work with other people, I love that because that's a rocky area to be on. When you're creating with somebody else, yeah. two different creative forces are always going to clash. That's the point. You want to squeeze out that energy, and the best way to do it is to get into sort of almost an opposition where they are questioning you and you are questioning them. So only the purity comes through. Having a Adult enough creators together to understand that when they question what I put on the table isn't them questioning me but questioning what I put forward and whether that's the best thing or I could do better is something yeah. only mature capable individuals with experience can achieve it's so complicated that's why experience matters in creative industries it's, it's well, like, like reputation ain't shit if you don't have the track record and like, what about the idea? Like, if I said um, that the only we only go as far as we are willing to admit to ourselves that we're not as afraid to go, you know? So like, if you put something out there that you're you know is a little risky, and you're being vulnerable to it because you have to, like that's like your back's against the wall. You go, oh, something is dead, like hitting the deadline. You need to show something. You know that there are probably times where you kind of have something like a, a really crazy idea, and you're like, well, if I do that. That's just over the top yes. too much. And, you, and you'll censor yourself back. And then someone sees what you do and they're like, all right, well, that's good. But I know you could do better. And when they challenge you, that's when you have nothing left but that last card to throw down. Yep. And you really open up and all of a sudden they're like, now you get to make three movies instead of just one. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. Ryan Johnson, go have your own trilogy of Star Wars movies. That that's so that's that's sort of the exchange though. You gotta put that risk. If you don't have the risk that you're putting forward, if you don't, you have to confront yourself and put the things that horrify you because those are the honest things. And when you throw right. those out into the wind, that's the one. Those are the things you're the only things you're scared of somebody else judging because the things you do put out are the things you're not scared of people judging. That's the whole weird battle we have as creators where we got to try to defeat ourselves and realize whatever I'm making and throwing out casually doesn't fucking matter. That's just the bullshit. Whatever I got to question 800 times and weigh whether it's even worth it, that's what I should be throwing out there because I'm just being a coward and even questioning it. And that's why you need those people around you who are yes. going to push you, push back. But they, it, you know, you got to trust them enough to know that when they're pushing back like you said it's not like they're attacking your talent or your ability or even your integrity they're just saying you know we want to see the thing you didn't show us yes show us the fucking secret. exactly show us the secret that's how to put it they're totally after what you're holding back they're not saying you don't have that ability they're saying you have it and you didn't put it there which might be hard to hear especially if you're exhausted from what you did do yeah and, and because that includes thinking of the thing that you didn't put out there. You know, people don't realize the energy that goes into the thing that you're afraid of fucking telling them about. So, and this is all hypothetical, obviously. I mean, these are, I'm sure there's some people out there going, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And yeah, other people are like, yeah, I'm yeah. jerking off just to sell my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> this is potentially completely unrelatable, but that's totally fine. But I don't know. It's a weird dance. 
it's a weird dance and it when it's scariest is when it's also funnest because it has that adrenaline rush to it that's when you're paying the most attention you're hyper aware of everything that happens with whatever thing it is you're doing and it doesn't even matter what it is you're doing anymore because let's say you're sculpting and the big sculpting fucking convention is coming through and all the sculptors are going to get together and we're going to go sculpt and I'm going to win that super Olympian trophy or whatever the fuck and make millions. You're still sculpting the easy shit and you went there thinking you could do it, which is why you joined. What's the thing you're scared to sculpt? The, the, the logic still applies. What is the thing that's so weird and strange that you're scared to put in front of somebody's face? Now think weird. about the people who did all this shit when there were no people before them, except for like, you know, the ancient cultures that disappeared already. Like think of like, like the Michelangelo's and the Da Vinci's and shit who were like, uh, I'm trying something and the whole world was like, whoa, what the fuck? You know what I mean? When like, you just we, invented some shit that was just unheard of. And now we've, I mean, you know, you could say we either benefited from it or have, uh, you know, we've been the sort of pendulum swinging back the other way, the wave of ultra human creativity receding back. Because once that's there, everything could either be built upon that or derivative of that. And if it becomes too derivative and it becomes diluted, you get to like eventually a generation where nothing is like original and everything is just a million times carbon copied over. But is that like unfair because we already had that shit in the world? Like there are were there already were the masterpieces and like the masterpieces. Yeah. So to come up with something new, we actually probably have to evolve to be telepathic or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? We well, here's the thing. Here's an interesting thing. It, I think actually... that art is the limit of whatever we can imagine it to be. Because at the end of the day, we're not even sure what beauty is. We're just attaching beauty to random things. So, for example, uh, we might see coding as a type of science. But to somebody, that could just be how they graffiti on a wall. You know, they go into the internet. They change a couple of numbers and some other equal graffiti artist aka the coder here is just roaming the internet and sees the imprint of this other guy and he's like oh that's dope i don't know how he put that there that guy's experience and just like somebody tagging a subway city somewhere crazy where the train would clearly kill him or whatever and some how the fuck did he get it on that wall like i think it's that same level of art that anything you can consider to a certain degree so, so the potential for art is in infinite at that point because it's just whatever you're considering to be art at any given moment. We don't know what art is to start with and say that there's a possibility for, for it to even end. It, it's potentially undilutable. I feel like art is almost as hard to define as what a thought is. Yes. You know I mean? Like, how do, you, how do you define what that a thought is? Like, the result of a chemical storm in our brains but like no, we don't know anything beyond that like why the thought was yeah yeah we know physically what's happening to, but, yeah like, but, but what the fuck is the rest of it i forgot to pay this bill the other day shit i'm about to fucking be hit with interest you know what i mean or it's wow i'm really hungry or you know it's like it yeah like any what is any of that, that just, because if you think of the space inside your head, right, let's, let's dive in internally now and visualize what we can't, like, you can't see what's in front of your fucking face. That's impossible. You can't see. I mean, what's because, behind your face, my bad. Oh. You can't see what's behind your eyes, basically. <laughs> so you have this weird thing that you're always looking forward from. And you can say, okay, it's your brain. Your eyes are sticking out of your brain. Let's say if you had little tendons on your eyeballs and you turned around and looked at your brain from outside of it somehow. Oh. You're still not seeing what's behind the eyes. 
there's there's something that is you there now let's remove that and leave you in the darkness without that inside the conscious area why is that a thing why can you think why can't where are the thoughts coming from it's like the afterlife what you just described when you take it out of the thing that lets you experience the the physical world yeah it's like yeah, and what is the soul is what we're trying to talk about here, I guess. I don't even know because I, I have a, a, a theory on what the soul is, which is sort of a, an, a pre-existing set of characteristics in the universe. So, oh, oh wow. <laughs> the, yeah, <laughs> it's, like it's just spread out randomly throughout whatever is reality. And uh, certain clumps of it equal certain whatever applied to whatever other thing in this case you apply the soul which are the characteristics you grab an engine which is the spirit that energy thing that kind of runs the machine you use the awareness which is us watching this vehicle be driven and you put them inside the mind the mind is the shell that they're all controlling but those are different parts that don't really mean anything separately and they're not really together but together they make this bigger picture and then the mind is is somehow the mind your identity is the mind you no you are just the awareness that has no control of anything that you're just watching everything you're in you're you're not in contact with anything you ever perceive that's just the universe you're playing moving the roy video game in rick and morty you're the one with the fucking helmet on watching yes you're just watching the whole game be played <laughs> you're just the awareness the soul gives the car- characteristics that are happening to to the mind combined with the energy of the spirit keeping it the mind running the spirit is sort of the life source of the mind what's the characteristics the soul soul no, is what just does that a, mean it's sort of if you apply it to something else it's so emotions and how you would develop given certain information so these characteristics let's say there are characteristics a and characteristics b like your personality something like that except your personality is made up of memories and events in your life Mm -hmm. characteristics are those events filtered through characteristics so if you have two different there's multiple lives of you some of these will travel to the next life but your actual personality will differ slightly depending on if you're a female or a male or whatever at the time that you're brought back yes all all okay how do i put it you can end up in a different life with the same soul but a different spirit like a different energy that you put off and your characteristics are going to filter how you witness that reality different and how you react to it and how you feel about things different which is the soul the soul is i guess judger of the body it judges the events, but the spirit, it doesn't do anything but keep it alive and give you the energy, whether it be better or worse. And I guess you can, you're the awareness. You can live multiple lives. You are infinite. So you see this whole lifetime, you think it's you, and you can take that awareness and put it on a different thing that's perceiving now. And it'll think it's that for the lifetime of that thing, but you were never really that thing. You're just a perceiver. That's who you really are. You're that just that thing watching the stuff happen. And somehow that's inside the mind with the soul and the spirit. And then that's like a, the, the brain is an antenna that somehow trapped in its weird, complicated neural system creates a signal catcher that then catches this mind, which is the bundle of all those other things. And then that connects to the brain. And the reason I think this is possible is because you can have a somebody who's brain dead but is still alive so the 
life is some whole other energy source that keeps the body alive despite the mind being connected to it. Because we can have people who don't have a mind but are still alive. That's a thing. So that's where I made that line. That line came obvious to me. I figured that this one This comes fits awfully close to like Scientology though. You know, the way they say like we are descended from these like spirits that came out of <laughs> holy shit, I can't believe I'm saying it all. Alright, here we go. <laughs> a spaceship that was flying around and crashed into a volcano on Earth, and all the spirits of the aliens that were in cryosleep on the spaceship we escaped those bodies and took over our early prehistoric man people, and they mated, and now we are the descendant of like alien-possessed cave people. That's sort of the Scientology, like. Whoa, I mythology. feel like that had nothing in the line. And the volcano part? Look, I, I <laughs> suddenly don't even Ron, care about what L. I was talking about because I want to be a Scientologist and find out more. L. Ron Hubbard, noted sci-fi novelist. <laughs> this is his religion that he created, mm. which is kind of like, okay, how fucking more obvious does that happen? And then it became unbelievably powerful and is now some sort of nightmare reigning Super down. Super rich. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So he just made up a story and they were like, we need a believe in the story i mean what's the difference between that and the bible you're trying to question you're trying to question those people like they're crazy no. there's a whole other movement that's totally been doing this for much longer and it's yeah. the same shit going on it's like hey i published this book by i made a i didn't even write these stories i collected my favorite stories put them together they had to do with this one ghost or something in the sky i'm not sure what that was about but i printed a bunch of copies here you go people and then they're like that's totally true let's worship it so this guy it's wrote the story himself put that out and they're like that's totally true i mean he yeah. at least he did the work <laughs> At least he did a lot the of work. heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah, he did the work himself. Fuck it. But I mean, the same thing. Like, there is in the Mormons based on like these magic tablets that this guy found that you can only read if you look through a special like lens or in a hat. I mean, I, I know that was what they did on South Park, but I feel like they did that because it's an actual detail from the thing that well. this guy had these magic tablets that he discovered, like unearthed. And put him in his hat and looked into him, and it—it was the words of God. But only he can read him. Only yeah. this guy can. Of course, oh, like the I next Jesus. Leader. Only I can understand. Or the next Moses. <laughs> He's—I don't even understand, man. Because and these things say God wants us men to have multiple wives. That's one of their things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They—they they, isn't that always the case? Why? Why can men have all? Men can have all the women, but women can't have all the men. Common trait amongst many religions. Yes, I I wonder what's that about. But (laughs) it's it's crazy because a lot of women just kind of roll with it. Like you shouldn't have that much faith in your God if He's turning on you that easily. Jesus. Yeah, like why would you be singled out to have all this undue suffering while in this existence, only to say, oh, you'll be fucking compensated by having eternal bliss? afterwards as long as you just fucking put up with it like what the fuck is that i mean it just makes no sense well that brings up a question i actually had for you which was to 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 see what your take on why god hates all the snakes all the snakes yeah god hates all the you didn't hear about that god hates all the snakes is this a new thing or what? No, no. that God is like the one of the first things in the Bible. Yeah, he he took the oh, legs off of they... all the snakes to punish them well, this, for all eternity. 
Aren't they that like one representatives snake. of the beast or something? <laughs> no, he took the form of a snake and then he took he punished Lucifer by removing his legs and then he went ahead and did that for the rest of all the snakes always. So he had some beef with the snakes and they just got tangled up in whatever kind of mood swing was happening between God and Lucifer at that moment. And so See, God took that moment as incentive to also act on that because he was just caught in the heat of the moment. But my question was mainly directed towards what do you think his beef was beforehand that was triggered to, to then go into action because Lucifer, it's his fault. The snakes are screwed. But what's God's beef beforehand? Well, see, there's this whole thing that I love to point out where one of the first things he says is like, uh, I am a jealous God and worship no other gods before me, thus implying there are other fucking gods. Yeah, that's um, lovely. I've always loved <laughs> so that one. <laughs> what if some of those other gods are actually like, see, there's a big theory. I think that Jehovah's that just uh, something like Zeus's brother. Well, the idea that our universe is just actually a science experiment that's happening by accident and what we call God is just the guy who's like in charge of it, you know? Yeah. He's the, he's the kid with the Petri dish at the science fair going, I, I mean, seriously, I didn't expect this. They made a fucking nuclear bomb. I don't I, you know? I yeah, yeah. Know. <laughs> I just fucking put the instructions together. But and look, I truly do believe I am. I'm so convinced that when we look at our universe, it's so fractalized. It really is that we're going to be able to somehow zoom out and see where our universe is. And it's just going to be some whole other shit where somebody's looking down at the atom smasher they made. And be, be possible yeah. to look outside of this. Universe? We would somehow invent technology because we're godlike. <laughs> see, we're no different than the thing that made us. That's a problem. We're no different than that. We're somehow going to figure that science out and well, we're going to go and look and see us. According to the uh, mythos that the Illuminati have to or are feeling compelled to drop little hints at the truth of what's going on in things like movies and TV shows. You think about like a movie like, did you ever see the 13th floor with Vincent D'Onofrio? And um, I forget who the fucking main nah. star was. He, I don't know him by name, but anyway, it's like, Kind of like it was like try, trying to be a little Matrixy, and it kind of came around probably too close to the Matrix to really have had a chance to stand on its own. But it's about these guys who create like a sort of miniature universe that would basically be like the Matrix that you could transmit your consciousness into and take over like a duplicate of yourself that exists in there. And so the one that they built. I guess this was taking place circa like the late 90s, early 2000s. And so the one they built is sort of like in the roaring 20s. Yeah. And this sort of uh, big reveal of the whole movie is that eventually they find out that the reality they're in is just one, one of those. those. And that they are the result of, of this chick that he thought was just this chick at the grocery store who was flirting with him was actually like a version of herself that she wrote into the program to be able to come in and communicate with the guy. And when he when he gets pulled out into the replicant of him that was based on her husband, because her husband was actually like a fucking abusive asshole oh. <laughs> in real life. Um, it was kind of nuts, but I felt like, oh, so is that the hint that we actually are just like a matrix within oh. a matrix within a matrix? See, I do believe that uh, whatever is the bigger picture controller in our current Earth situation is always using things like that to prepare us ahead of time. For example, I think... 
in the past, there were very few alien movies, regardless of what was going on. But maybe after many years of being in contact or whatever the fuck would be the case in this scenario, they slowly start releasing things where instead of aliens being horrifying and being scared of them, make them more fun, make them more family friendly, that kind of thing to kind of control our thoughts in the direction that, oh, aliens aren't so bad. I think that that's always happening where they're always controlling and kind of telling us what to think about things, whether we know these things are even around us or not. Does that make sense? Because eventually, eventually we will see them. Yes. I think it sort of works in that fashion for this so that you're always sort of, I don't know, being directed towards that thought. But to be scared of them? To be afraid of them or not to be afraid of them? Depending on what thought they want at the moment. So... I mean, the idea that they did movies like Independence Day to show the potential of a threat like aliens. Yes. Destroying major cities in one shot. You know, I mean, that movie ends when 12 major cities, including New York and D.C. and L.A., have all been destroyed. So, you know, to me, the more interesting movie would have been the first day after they defeated the aliens. All right. How do we actually start rebuilding this? Um, Because they're eventually was a sequel where they used alien tech to redesign you know, life on earth do you think we'll be able to do that we won't even understand it it'll be too complicated do you think we got the ability to like let's say uh, just an alien ship crashes we have no idea what system that isn't our math they used to be able to advance their society far enough to then come up with this technology and then they land it on our area and we have just our math that we've based everything else on to try to solve whatever the fuck. We'll never figure it out. I realistically think we could not understand alien. Like, we're arrogant in thinking we would. They would have to have our well, math. Like, it would. All we have is math. The only way for us to understand their whole. I mean, I guess the system would somewhat reflect math, but unless, like, why would it? We think it would. We think whatever aliens come up with is going to be trackable using math. That's that's universal language. But what if it's not? What if there's some whole other way to measure and calculate that maybe is even more accurate than math and allows them to understand more things? We wouldn't fucking well, know. Well, they might, they might know things. I mean, like, for us, we have things like... Um infinity which in general is really just a symbol to describe a concept yeah, you know, maybe they actually have of. more of a mathematical explanation for the yes. beginning and ending and complete totality of time you know i mean that's what infinity is for us yeah like we don't even because we have no way of measuring it that's it's so sort of the problem here we i don't know i remember they would be if they I incorporated saw... infinity into however they built their technology if, if it was important, for example, to cross giant gaps of space, giant colossal distances, if infinity was necessary to oh, compensate for, let's say, you're going across the entire galaxy and light takes fucking 200 billion light years or whatever the fuck to cross that shit. So you're getting across in like a day. So you're using infinite time. You somehow figured out how to work infinity into your thing. And then that shit somehow, somehow they're stupid enough to fucking crash in space. That should be a walk in the park to manage right now. And they crash landed there. And then we get a hold of their technology and they use the infinity to build some shit. What the fuck are we going to do? We, we don't comprehend and we're just going to come across like, yo, yeah, they got a fucking warped core that's made of infinity. Yeah, it's a, it's a contained black hole. You know, I mean, like we don't even know how to describe what goes on inside a black hole once you cross the horizon. Yeah, like, they don't we know. literally say infinity to that without knowing if that's even accurate. 
That's fucking nuts. We don't and know there's shit. There's no way for us to find out because, I mean, that's the whole, you've seen the movie Interstellar? Yeah. I mean, that's that whole point of, like, we would never be able to get in there and get the information back out nope. to be able to tell people how this works. And somehow they figured out a way that seemed, at least to this layperson over here, felt pretty damn plausible. I was like, damn. This, here's the day. thing. We only think it's impossible. Anything that we think is impossible is only impossible because we think it's impossible at the time being. And we got no way to prove that wrong. But as soon as we can prove it wrong, it's totally possible. And that's the whole problem. We don't know what we don't know. So it could, like, <laughs> it's totally possible that you could tra travel in, get information, come back out. But it's only impossible because we haven't figured it out. And we're we're arrogant, I guess. That's always our human fucking problem, isn't it? Well, we're also scared as hell, too. Of everything, dude. Of everything. <laughs> I don't know why. scary. What the fuck is wrong with us? The, it's not just the Earth, because the Earth is fucking scary. But, like... Like, everything is fucking scary. Space is scary. Uh, the idea that everything might be a thought, horrifying. What if that's wrong and it's all just yeah. a simulation? Oh, my God, yeah. Horrifying. I mean, dude, I was down in LBI for the week with my family. We had a big sort of family reunion vacation that we do every summer. It's my sisters and their kids and their husbands and my parents and me. And I guess my one brother-in-law, his parents came this year. And, you know, every night I would go down to the beach just to, like, chill out away from all the kids and everybody and just like have some alone uncle dave time and you know during the day i'll be at the beach i'm in the water forever i love swimming in the ocean it's awesome at night i'm like there's a giant monster out there there's a fucking giant monster out there there's a giant monster about to come out and get me like it's like it like instantly i become like infantile because of how dark it is and how like isolated you feel and how big the ocean sounds and how you can't see anything but you're starting to hear stuff and it's like immediately how your mind can turn on you, mm -hmm, you know, because mm -hmm. of the the totally drastic different you know the next day back at the beach totally fine like yeah man dive right in why would there not still be a giant monster out there yeah. during the day yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know exactly I mean? it's it's but then that that brings up the horrifying fact that we're not even in control of our minds in the first place that's just some other horrifying thing to think about Yes. It's like, it just leads to the next <laughs> horrifying thing that, okay, it's daylight now and the beach is perfectly fine, but now you got to sit there and be like, then what the fuck is wrong with my mind that I had no control over yeah. the fact that I know that was the case before then, too? That's crazy. It just collapsed, but I guess maybe that's just me. I just sit out there and I'm like, man, there's something wrong with reality. Well, I mean, when you look up and the stars are more bright than you've ever seen them before and suddenly, like, the whole sky feels like it's right over your head. Like you could reach up and touch it almost. Yeah. You're suddenly like, wow, maybe this place is different at night. You know, maybe there is something different about certain environments when you're in them in an unfamiliar time. Like what if there was a way you could prove that even if no one's around, a tree falling in the woods makes sound? Because to me, the logic of that is, well, if it does when you're there, why wouldn't it when you're not? But why like, would it? The Schrodinger's cat syndrome. Yeah. It's fucking weird because it, it comes down to would it make us so why wouldn't it that implies you know the physical outside reality and then why would it and so you're present it's there <laughs> if you're not present it's there there's a physical reality but if you're not present and it's also just not happening because you're not there then but there'd be no way to prove that so it's just as likely it doesn't matter like think about um in Grand Theft Auto, like the older ones, like three, the first one that was really like 
immersive and open sandbox. Yeah. As you would turn, you would see buildings like fade away on one side of the camera. And sometimes, you know, the processors weren't super fast back then. So you would actually see the graphics still putting itself together as you turned and saw more of the city to your left or right or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you turn, but if you, and so when you look away, the idea is why would it still be rendering that if you're not looking over there? Yeah, you know, why it's would it using that, that energy, energy to just represent what's in front of you. So the thing is, though, if you look back, you'll notice that sometimes things are still moving in the same timing that they were. So, like, if you look that way one minute and there was a car right in front of you, but it was starting to go to green light, you look away for a second, you look back, that car is further down the road. So it actually is keeping track of what would be going on if you looked over there. Yeah. So does that mean, you know, because the universe, if you're not there, why would it need to waste the energy of making sound come out of the tree for no one to hear it? But if you are there, it's something that is a given. So does that mean that the pieces are always there for Oh, sound? my God, I solved <laughs> it. It's both of them. I solved it. Oh, my God, your explanation made perfect sense. Check it out. The brain itself is choosing what information to send you. So the brain is only seeing what's directly in front of it. Even if it has the, let's say it does have the ability to, the, the, the mind does literally see everything around it. But it only chooses to see in the direction it is moving. And that is independent of the reality outside that it's choosing to actually see. That reality is still physically there. It's still the realist reality, but the mind is only feeding to you what's in front of you. So it's both, it's only there because you're looking. Because when you're not looking, it's not there. The mind didn't decide to render that. It didn't send the message in the first place. But the outside reality that you'd be perceiving if it did choose to do that is there despite the fact that it did or, sort of... Or at least the, the coding for it is at the very least. So yes. when you do look, it activates itself. Yes, yes. Like, it's all still there, but it's but, not sort of. But then the question then you keep extrapolating out from that because it's sort of like we're talking about this from your own perspective, but the idea is there are other people in this same environment who are agreeing that they're experiencing at least similar enough things to call them the same between each other and not yes. question it. Yes, so they're much. all perceiving the same right. thing. So if that's the case, let's say I'm in the same house with three different family members and they're all in different parts of the house. Yeah. It's not rendering the room I'm in for them, and it's not rendering the room they're in for me, but I know what to expect when I go in those yes. rooms because I've been in them, and the same vice versa. So the thing is, though, it never knows when any one of us are going to walk in, and especially when we're going to share the same space. So how does it store all of that so that it's ready to go in that instant we Okay, you know I can I mean? solve this one This is because this is a server problem. Think of it. Say, this is universal RAM. No. This is what we got going on. <laughs> no, listen, listen. This is a total server problem because it, you just have to break it up. Like if you were playing fucking like DC Universe or some shit, you got like the most populated lobby where you're throwing the majority of the people. When that one caps off, you put in the second lobby in place. You try to even them out more or less. And you sort of do this general thing. So the picture looks identical at all times from one to the other because they're sort of in the same thing. They're inside the same server, even if the server is only being partially perceived by anyone at any moment. They are physically in the same space. Like, your mind is seeing what my mind is seeing when we're standing in front of each other. We're seeing, or I guess not seeing each other, but if we were standing side by side looking at a wall or some shit, we'd be seeing the same shit on the wall because that stuff on the wall is really there. But 
our minds don't have to show us that they're there. We can look away and they're just not there, even if we could perceive 360 degrees, you know? Does that make sense? I don't even know. I think Pretty it's wild, man. I think it's a server issue. Because you can sept but then the copy of the copy of the copy of the copy gets worn out and that's how you end up with glitches and servers and shit. So you can have the constant in one And that those are people walking around New York City talking to themselves and like twitching out and shit. Those that's what happens to those. The copy, the copy, the copy. You think? That'd be fucking crazy. What if that's that could account for a lot of things in that nature? Well, you know, I like actually a, think uh uh disorders in general. Those are just sort of messed up wavelengths or something or perhaps if we were to think about it from a philosophical angle and assume that multiple realities coexist we're seeing somebody who exists mentally in a different reality and physically than they physically are in so we see them physically like, maneuvering on this side but they're inside their mind their reality is isn't like ours it's so vastly different that we see this person who can communicate with some shit that we're not looking at and they see it and for like their reality it's there it's like a Hodor situation. What's Hodor? I'm confused. Oh, are you not a Game of Thrones fan? No, I don't watch anything. All right, this is way too complicated to explain. <laughs> leave that one for the people out there who are like, oh, yeah, that's right, Dave, and write in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys uh, want to tell me what the, the, the history of Hodor in the longest form possible, I will take the time and read it. Send it. Mm-hmm. Send it in a comment. Is there an email address they should send that to? Uh, they can send it. They can comment or they can send it through a uh, gray thoughts email at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. Send us that email, bro. Word. Word, man. So, <laughs> so let's, let's do some critical thinking because I want to know, do you believe in magic? Yes. Like, you believe in, like, you can make magical things that are not just illusions take place? Like that people can manipulate the energies of whatever this construct is that we're in and make it do things that the rest of us can't do? Sure. Absolutely. Oh, fair enough. Okay, what do you think that looks like? Like, show an example of magic. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. I bet you, like, some of the guys, like, um, what's his name? Who's the mind freak? Chris Angel? They've shown him doing stuff on the street, like pushing a scarf through somebody's cell phone. And it's like, I don't know how you fucking fake that, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. looks so goddamn real that I'm like, if I were there, I'd probably shit myself. I'd be like, you're a fucking demon. There's something. There's You have access to a, a cheat code to exist in this place and have the ability to do that. Like you're Neo. You're you're one of the anomalies. You know, you have the ability to manipulate matter in front of us. I think I'd I think I'd have to see it to believe it, but like I've never seen any like particularly him, don't get me wrong. I do believe magic is a thing, but I I think it's some whole other thing. It's uh, what he's doing. I have to see that to be like, "Whoa." And I don't even look, I don't even know how he'd react in that moment if I saw it in front of me. Cause I do think it's bullshit when I'm looking at it on TV or when I'm looking at it on a YouTube video or some shit like that. Like Chris Angel, he's floating from a building to another one or he fucking turned this girl into a little girl now. It's like, yeah, uh huh. <laughs> I think that's all. Some of them are fake for sure. Some of them he does that are like the, t- the typical parlor tricky kind of things. Yeah. For sure. It has to be, right? Like, it can't just be all magic all the time. I mean, I've time. worked with uh, crews that have worked with him, and they're like, dude, it's weird. Like, when you're around him, you feel, you just feel something. You know, you feel different. You feel like something's going on. 
And when you see him do stuff and sometimes he floats and you're like, what the fuck, that looked real. You just feel how creepy he is. You feel how creepy he is. He looks like some sort of vampire or something. I I appreciate it. Or like a Me Too, like a walking Me Too. Oh my god, yes he does. Like apparently fucking Maynard from Tool is, is kind of on the cusp in that regard. I was really shocked when I read about that. What do you mean? He does this thing where he, um, at the end of his shows, he'll send out, like, one of his guys, like, one of his bouncer-type, like, entourage guys, and they'll go up to, like, women who are there with their husbands or with their boyfriends and be like, do you want to go meet Maynard? And, like, when they go back there, he just, like, fucks them. <laughs> like, he has these, like, harem parties going on backstage. What the and, fuck? And, um... It came out in this article that is actually, I think I posted it on the Hollow Nine page. My friend who has a show on morbidlybeautiful.com posted the story originally. And it was just like, holy fucking shit. And it actually has affected, like, it's been hard for me to listen to Tool in a perfect circle. And I'm just like, ah, man, I can just imagine being there and some fucking dude come up to me if I was there with my girlfriend. Not that I have one right now, but just hypothetically speaking. And be like, yo, Maynard wants to meet you. And I'll be like, and she, like all the article says, she goes, well, can my boyfriend come? And he's like, no, he's not into guys. It's like, what the fuck? Like, so wait what a minute. What the fuck? Boyfriend, boyfriend mentioned, clearly standing next to me. And I'm the one he wants to come back there. It's like so fucking to me, like, <sighs> that's douche, dude. So fucking douche. It's not, t- I mean, if they're not cool, this one, this article is from a woman who was like, I was so shocked that it happened and it happened so fast. Like. I didn't technically say no, but I definitely felt like I got raped. I'm like, oh, God damn it. You but know, why like, would she, like, abandon her boyfriend to go back there? Yeah, why would you go? Yeah, yeah, That's like, that, that there's enamored. clearly some shit attached to that, and she still went Maynard back there. Maynard is also, like, Tool fans have always been, like, different, you know what I mean? I've, I've been around some Tool fans. I've been... Are we saying different as in slow? They are definitely into Tool to a level that could border on scary you're all like whoa whoa i mean i've been in shows where people know all the words but you guys are like eyes closed practically chanting this shit looking like you're at a weird alternative church oh. whoa that's crazy i bet that's how like a system of a down concert turns out to be just a bunch of people fucking gone out of their minds tuning out or to like, some crazy hypnotic song or what about like Burning Man? Have you ever gone to Burning Man? Or no, but I would love to. But wanted? then I'm also horrified by like, I, I watch videos of what this shit looks like and it is fucking nuts. What does it look like? A fucking giant desert storm where people running around manically trying to stay alive at all times while doing hella <laughs> drugs and fucking each other in random places. Trying to stay alive. I love how that's thrown in very early in the list. Like it's a full on survival of the fittest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a part. It's a Mad Max party by choice. It's not not that yeah, you're right. living Mad Max. Is that you're just like, hey, let's go to the biggest Mad Max party ever without ever preparing for a Mad Max party, and then just go do that for a while. That's all it's, that is. It's like a giant rave in the desert, but people build these elaborate like tents and structures and they build these giant statues that they eventually burn to the ground at the end of the festival yeah but there are like things like mini raves going on where there's like sort of like foam parties happening and everybody's on molly or tripping or eating shrooms or whatever it's like a full court press of everything and like every kind of imaginable type of debauchery (laughs) you know it's like all wrapped into a party in the middle of the desert yeah bringing up water you're fucked 
<laughs> oh yeah that's a big one they will fucking rip you off the problem is that uh douches sell stuff at burning man because most people just kind of hand shit out over there there's a lot of free oh, shit over there it's kind of hippie-ish like a little yeah no, not no offense to hippies where no offense to the hippies i'm sure i sound like you guys a lot respect <laughs> respect respect to the hippies i wonder if the hippies ever rage because i know you know that there was there was that freaking shit on netflix what is that that we haven't watched the fucking because there's this thing about the the fucking the monks or whatever the fucking this town that took over the town and they brought all the people or whatever the fuck what is that called yeah i guess was it called weren't they kind of like enlightened individuals and then they suddenly flipped the script and were murdering people what where what country was this taking place in that was in the u.s Whoa, really? Wait, yeah. where? They were killing people. They, they were poisoning, poisoning people. The water, yeah, I they think. were poisoning the water and shit. What the know, fuck was it called? Netflix the Raja? The Rahishi? The Rajneeshis? That that was it totally yeah, that was totally it, the Rajneeshis. I don't know. But I remember the name of the documentary. It's like a series explaining what was going on with the Rajneeshis. Is it on Netflix or, yeah. or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, they totally They have show. so many of those now, man. All these true crime. Yeah, like, man. This is what went down. Man, I, watched, and I bet they the show us. Uh, what happened? Hello, hello? Hello? Oh, no. Oh, no, we've lost some. Hell no, my phone just decided to go also. What the fuck were we talking about? Cults. Cults. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what the fuck happened. My phone fucking died. The Illuminati got mad at us for talking about all this shit. This, you see, this is exactly what happened. It got too serious and they disconnected all the power. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that was kind of crazy. What? The fact that we just got a freaking attacked by the Illuminati in the middle of that. Oh, yeah. But they'll see next week, or ne- not next week, but whenever they'll hear on the next episode. Which is tomorrow. No. Yeah, I don't know. it's in the future. In the that's future. not wrong. That's Ooh, not wrong. that's an accurate answer. The next f- future? No, the, the next. next the next episode is in the future. So when you guys hear that one, you'll see how we defeated the Illuminati in an epic battle. But... But... What do you think? Do we win? Do of we course win? we win. I think we all die. What? We all die at the end of a... Uh... Yeah. Yep. There's not even a part two to this. We're lying. We're dead. Yeah, we do die at the end of the episode. The Illuminati, that's truly what does happen. The Illuminati attacks the office and we freaking die what are the odds and you guys are gonna find out next time how the world was saved by the heroes that came to take our places after we got killed it just so happens to be our our clones yeah our clones our clones that's exactly what's going on here and uh it feels like we're i feel like i'm the original me too. I just know that I'm the clone, but I don't know what that means at this point. I know, because you have all the same memories. Yes. So, so I'm how a, do you know? Well, that's kind of weird. But you kind of know that that person died, and that's how you know that you're the clone. Because you have their birth, but you also have your waking. But I don't remember them. But my waking doesn't feel like my waking. It just felt like I walked out of the pod. 
That's all it was when I walked out of the pod. But you don't just... have memories of yourself walking into the pod. Exactly. No, wait, well, I, I do. What? I do have memories of me walking into the pod. Why? Because I have all my memories. I have all my memories as walking into the pod, the lights go off, and then I walk out of the second pod. That's mm-hmm. all I remember. And then the other guy who was also me walked out of the first pod. All I remember was walking in, and it felt like it was me, and it felt like I was in the same pod after the light finished flashing, and then I walked out of the pod, but I was in the second one. And the, uh, quote, original, unquote, me, came out of the first one where I thought I walked into. Hmm. Hmm. It feels like me. I remember every moment up until then. I remember it just like that. I'm walking into the pod. The That's doctor your first said, moment? No. All my, I remember from birth. Or not from birth, but you know. Your birth or his birth? My birth. Or his birth. It's me. I remember being a little kid, growing up, getting to this point, being told if something happens, we need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, feels better. If I, I guess I'm safer if there's two of me. And then I walk, I thought I was going to walk out feeling like myself. And yeah. I did, I guess. But I thought I was going to, I don't know, it was weird. I thought I was going to be the original for whatever reason. But I walk into the device. There's two pods, the one I'm walking into and the empty one on the other side. I walk in, the lights flash, they dim back down, the door opens, I step out, and I'm in the second one. Oh, okay. I see. I see. And then he's in, he who I thought I was... It's in the other one. It's in the other one. Where you walked in. Where I walked in. Because it was really him. Because he was the real original, I guess. Well, now he's dead, so it doesn't matter. But now he's dead. And then the question comes up of, am I really me? Because it doesn't feel like I was ever the clone. I am the clone. I don't feel like the clone. You're not the clone. Except that we know that that person died we know there was we shouldn't be sharing that with these people and now they know now yeah they know so it kind of messes things up but But it's fine it's fine you guys now know that i am just a clone yep both just clones but yeah there's nothing wrong with it you don't tell dave that he's a clone he doesn't know dave doesn't know he's a clone oh my god and now it's on the radio how will i ever get rid of this who knows we're screwed now Mm-hmm. Oh well, he's gonna find out if there was only a way to stop it. No, no, but this is—you can never remove this. I don't yeah. know. There's but no do you think that's time. really how it would go, though? That's kind of how it would be, right? That totally seems rational. Like I walk into the pod, the light goes off. I walk out of the second one, thinking I never moved. Yeah, I think that'd be how it is. Like if you're told. That's where he's going to come out of, but you're going to go through this one, and then you come out of the one that he come. you were told he was going to come out of, yep. then you have to know, yeah, I'm you're the, the copy. Yeah, the, the copy comes out of that side. Like, if they told tell you that, and you end up walking out of that side, that's all you know. But then what? Then what? I, I don't know why that scares people. It's like, oh, I'm not the original... But so? What's the difference? If you're going to collapse, I understand. If your body's not going <laughs> to stand it and you're going to fucking like melt From finding out? Yeah, or not. From like lasting out there for too long. You're going to be horrified about it. Like it's going to happen any day now. My, my structure is going to fall apart. But if it's, really it's an exact. Crappy copy. <laughs> yeah, if it's an exact, like identical in every way and it's going to behave the same. Well, not behave, but as you move forward through life it's just gonna do whatever by itself Mm -hmm. and you're gonna 
like age normally and all the normal things are going to happen, your body... It's the same? Yeah, I guess it's the same. If there's nothing to fear. Yeah, if there's nothing to fear about you being... Like, what are you scared of? What is it that... What's the problem with being the copy? You have to be the copy to know? I don't know. I'll put you are the copy. I am the copy. Do you feel soulless? You feel empty? I don't empty? feel so, but that's weird. I don't feel soulless. Do you feel empty inside? I don't feel empty inside. Do you feel feeling? But then what, 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 how would I know the difference? I don't know. I feel like I've always felt. I guess felt... you will question everything then. Like, is this me? Or is this me pretending to be him? But I feel like it's me. Um, yeah, that's how you should live. But maybe because you know you're just a copy. But I like... do know I'm just a copy and I don't feel that way. Hmm. But... I don't know. It doesn't bother you at all? It doesn't bother... Well, it, should it bother me? No. But why should it bother me? What about it should be, like, bugging me? Hmm. Because it's... I don't know. I feel like me. I feel like the original me. I, uh... I do things I would... I feel like I would do if I was the original me. The only difference is I know I'm not the original me. That's the only weird thing here. I guess it doesn't really matter. Except now or he's dead and there's only one of me. So that's a good thing. Is it? I guess. Why? I don't know. It's because I, it was like having a twin, but, but it's not because that feels like a different person yeah, in, a, in a whole other way. You were hanging out with him, were you? No. Were you living together? It's like a stranger that's just identical to me, yeah. but it's literally me. But after that first point, it's almost weird because I still feel like me. I don't feel like that's me. You get my point? I don't feel like the yeah. the original is me. I do not feel that. No. Since we both walked out of our pods, you're you. I was bi- I have but been me, will. the original me, and that's some guy who looks like me. Yeah. Even if I know I'm number two, that's how I felt. Yeah. You're this. But you're. Are you still him though? Like, does anything change? All the people we know are the same. But. You, they've kept you away from those people, or did they introduce you to those people after he dies, and you just replace him in his life? Like, is that no, because that's weird. Because I was not around those people while he was around those people, and I was alive. That doesn't make sense. No, no. The but... only thing I was cloned to do is, if he died, to take over this show. That was the whole point. So I've never been around the people he's been around. My family. But what I was, happens if they want to interact with you? Well, they interact with him. And I I guess it's like seeing, like, they feel like my family and friends. And it sucked having to be cut off from them. But mm-hmm. I was a clone. They were still going to have me in their lives. It just wasn't going to be me, the me that feels like me. It's me, the guy who's like a stranger. But to them, it's still me. Yeah. So would it be weird to see them? It would be. It wouldn't be weird for me. It would be weird for them. I would feel like I just haven't seen my family in so long and my friends in so long. Yeah, it would be scarring, I guess, for them. And it the, would be crazy. I just for saw them. you die, yeah. and now you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's confusing. well. They knew I existed. Yeah. They knew about me, but they weren't close to me. I'm just. But I also have all the same memories from before the cloning. So I have all those related things with them, yeah. but none of the things that happened after a certain point. How long was that? It's yeah. been five years. Oh, wow. That's too much. Yeah. So it's just like I, I've moved away, it feels like, for the most part. I've moved yeah. really, really far away. 
That's cool, I guess. And then, I mean, don't but you miss them. That there for is that people to miss. Yeah, for the begin the the way I would miss people normally. Yeah, from the beginning. Mm. Since they've separated me, the me that feels like the real me instead of the me that feels to me like a stranger, but is allegedly the original. That's cool. Except I chose to live with my original me while she was alive, because I'm weird like that. Yeah. And both of you were cool with that. Yep. We were cool with that. It was like having, just being twins. It was like being twins. It's like being twins that were always together. Yeah. We'll just call each other, hey, Christina A, hey, Christina B. Oh, that's cool. And because you're always around, it's just weird to the people that there's two of you, but after they get over the duality of it, Mm -hmm. because you're always hanging out and you just share, it'd be weird because some of the scenarios are different. Like sometimes you were, or are you, were you always together? Or even when we weren't, I guess we were always together pretty much, yeah. But there were some times that you guys weren't, right? Never? No. You would shower together, you would sleep in the same bed, you would... I would be in the house, I wouldn't leave the house if she was in the house. But, but... so you were hanging out with your dog in the basement and you have a fun game and she's over upstairs playing video games and then you guys sit and talk to your cousin about what you did today. Yeah, stuff like that. And the stories were different from both of you and her. Yeah, but like we we could tell like if we were doing those things, it would be the same story, sort of like that's how much twins we were. We're more than twins, really, because we're copies. Yes. So like if I did something, she would know she do the same thing. So it's kind of a weird experience. Like you didn't do those things, but you know if you went through that, you did those. You would have done those things. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're living two lives at once, even though she's her and I'm me. Hmm. But you just know, like, that could be me, but I'm choosing to do these things differently. So you see it Not really differently, but... Like, you you don't feel disconnected whatsoever. You're almost overly aware of each other. Like, that's literally an alternate universe of me I'm hanging out with. Yeah. So there's yeah. no detachment. It's like, yeah, that's literally me. And I literally feel like that's just me making other choices in another yeah. version of reality. And it's really hard to do things differently. Like, we know we have to do things differently. Like, we can't both be using the bathroom at the same time and things like that. So we would have to, like, talk about, okay, I'm going to do this. So you do this. And then that's how our day will be different. Yeah. Because oh. if it wasn't for that, then we'd be really doing everything. The same. <laughs> the same, yes. Yes, I see. So you would have to actively choose to have a different day mm-hmm. as to vary the whole duality, the chilling with two alternate universes next to each other. That's weird. Because yes. it really would feel like that. She'd see you the same way. That's just me, literally, with all the same memories and we like all the same things and we're do- literally an alternate universe, me, existing in the same space as me. Meanwhile, the me, the me is a stranger. It's just some dude who looks like me. Yeah. We're living, whoa, it's two different clone two lives. very different clone lives. Wow. You lost the stranger. I lost the best friend. Yep. Oh, well. Man, oh. that's crazy. And yeah, because it's a best friend, but it's you. But it still yeah. feels like a different person because you're not going through those things, but it still feels like you, the different person. Yeah. That yes. other will the other jack didn't feel like me the other one it was just original that's all i knew about that guy the original will the original the end 
And I'm even thinking like, let's see, I can't even put it like that because the original me, I feel like I'm the original me. I remember every bit of it. Just like you, you walk into the pod, you remember every bit of it, but you kept hanging out since that point. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. And I didn't know the Illuminati would break in and kill them. Yeah. Girl, you guys. So what do you think? Is, uh, Is the Matrix the afterlife? Probably, right? Yes. I and mean, it look. It always goes back to that. Look, it always goes back to that. Because it doesn't even matter. What would be the difference? I don't know. Right? It's going to be different. Like, it doesn't matter. It it's doesn't just matter. too different that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. The Matrix is an illusion. Too different from the reality. Dying is just a different experience, different from the reality you're in. Like, who cares? You can't tell if it's an illusion or not. Life is the illusion. Oh, got philosophical, bro. Life is the illusion. The afterlife is the fact of the matter. What if that's an illusion, too? We can assume that the afterlife happens in two phases. One, your individuality. Two, the lack of individuality. God and the soul are the same thing. How do we end up lacking individuality? Well, first we lose our physical existence on descent. And then we go to the spirit or energy form of perception and uh we experience that way until that comes to an end in which case we leave our energy perception and either become part of the bigger picture aka god if we assume that uh uh, heaven is a metaphor for some kind of uh transcendent fact our physical body is just down here we're the man then the spirit is that other individuality thing, and then the Father is the creator of all of it, where we unite after that. So we can say, the universe exists in those three dimensions. The big, giant version that is all of it, the spiritual version that connects transcendently, and uh, the individual down here. So We're going to go through all three parts. Presumably, yeah. We would die here, we would just experience individuality minus our body, and then... Whatever concept of time or expiration exists in that realm. Or maybe we never unite with the bigger consciousness. Maybe there is a difference. That'd be weird. That'd be a weird realization if we find out that we are different from the other thing. We're not the other thing. That'd be crazy. But I actually don't know why we never think of that. That's a really weird one. Because why wouldn't that also be a possibility? That is. Yeah. Like it's just as likely. Yeah. We don't know anything. We're pretending we know anything. That's why the Matrix is right. Afterlife and the Matrix are the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's an illusion, if it's reality, it's whatever. This is the Matrix. This is the story. Yeah, whether it's inside of a book, whether it's inside of a computer, whether it's in someone's head, it doesn't matter. It's not real. The reality is much more boring than this. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. And that's why from here, we create realities they're less boring. And the people in those realities create realities a million times less boring. So is that the goal of whatever came first? Yeah, to be less boring. There mm-hmm. is some ultimate thing with all the information, and it's like, so then what? So then it makes yeah. smaller things with pieces of the information. They still go. And then they break their respective yeah. pieces of information even further. It's kind of the way life in general works, where we... uh. We look at a thing and we're like, that's a chair, that's a table. But you can you can sit on the table and then it's a chair. 
You can put stuff on the chairs and at the table. It doesn't fucking matter. We're just labeling shit to tell the difference. The end. Yeah. So that's what's happening. God or the global consciousness or the purest energy is one thing and then it breaks up into a million different and I'm going to call that energy Bob and that energy is Michael. And the end, they're the same energy, but who the fuck cares? I'm pretending. Mm -hmm. And then we just do that infinite times. And that's how we ended up being a bunch of people that aren't equal to the inanimate, quote, inanimate objects. We have infinity creatures inside of us. Yes. We're creatures made of creatures and we are creatures that make up a creature. Yeah. The same way we make the planet, cells make us up, cells are made of atoms, atoms are made of quarks, so on and so forth, in every direction. It keeps going. Yes. We just haven't discovered the next thing, and every time we think we're at the bottom, we find something else inside of that, and every time we think we've gotten as big as possible, because we thought, you know, Earth, there's nothing else, everything's surrounding us. And then we backed up, and we're like, oh, shit, the star. We're the only star, though, everything's surrounding that star. And then we backed up a little more, and we're like, oh, fuck, we're circling a black hole. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, fine. That's the only black hole, though. Oh, what? Every galaxy is encircled. Every galaxy has a black hole? Then why are they... Wait, they're clumped together? The galaxies are circling something? Yeah, we'll call that one dark matter. But wait, why are there clusters of galaxies? Is the dark matter circling something? Probably. Probably. When we find what that is, we're going to be like, that's it. No, that's definitely it. And then we're going to realize... We're all thinking we're, there's other universes? Yeah. We're just going to find out that the clusters of dark matter are part of a bigger thing that's circling something else. And we'll just call that a fucking different universe. Because right now we assume our perceivable universe is the entire universe. And any version of this we don't see is an alternate universe. Yeah. Or it's another bubble that we can't kind of perceive from our end we'd have to be in the bubble to perceive the bubble regardless of which version of that is happening according to current general relativity and uh, string theory and blah 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 yeah. uh, those are all alternate universes but those are happening on the same space we only call them alternate because we have no other way of thinking of it but if it's one fabric and it expands infinitely and there's a bunch of different dimensional size bubbles on all of it it's not really a bunch of different universes it's one and a multiverse is literally a physical distance we can travel if we had the technology. That's crazy. That's too crazy if we were able to figure out how to do that. Because then nothing makes sense. Then nothing makes sense. Because okay. we can literally, on the same fabric, travel beyond our own rules of space-time. Mm-hmm. What would that mean? I don't even know. It could fall apart just out of... It probably does. Right out of our vision. Mm-hmm. And then it's just crazier shit out there. Yeah. We wouldn't know. Mm-mm. But that's how that's how this goes. That's how this goes. And uh, it just goes to prove that uh, the Scientologists were right all along. Yes. Wait, what did they think? Aliens. Aliens it's made more us. aliens. Oh, my God. It's always aliens. It's always aliens. It, look, lizard people, aliens, spirits. We're not talking about anything different here. No. We're saying chances are the idea of an alien. Let's say an alien did put it. We are living the the... The alien movie's life where some freaking creature created humanity and it's also the same creature that created the xenomorph. Let's ignore the xenomorph and just say this creature created humanity, right? This this godlike creature. One creature is responsible for all of us. Uh Okay, what's the difference between that creature and God? The crazy advanced technologies. Okay, if you were to put that guy's crazy technologies next to a God, what would be the difference? 
Can he mold mm-hmm. space-time? He made you. He probably can. And then it comes to question whether or not God is even what you think he is. Assuming he's a he. Assuming it's one God. Assuming, like, Zeus and Jehovah aren't freaking brothers. And it's probably that way, because let's say Jehovah says himself, you know, worship no other gods, worship me. And it's like, okay, so, so yeah, let's, let, let's ho- hold your horses, bro. Let's take a let's take a pausing breather right now. And uh so there's other gods to worship other than you? No, nah, no, nah, but don't worship them. What? Come on, come on, there's other gods. No, there's none. But if you do find one, don't worship them. Don't. Yeah, this probably just look, he's probably god is just like Zeus's brother. Here's here's a crazy one. What if flatter is real, right? Flat Earth is as real as it could be, or not even. We'll say both Flat Earth on one corner, and we'll say the other side is our current reality with multiple planets. Mm-hmm. And there are multiple planets with different uh, life forms on there. We just don't have access to that because whatever, our government or whatever suppressing it. But there is a, or not even, what if there's a god? There is Jehovah for this earth, and then Zeus is from a different earth and whatever. And there is space travel, but they only allow it to a certain degree. So you're saying, like, there's a different god for each planet or something? Maybe. Maybe gods are just the most advanced thing. Maybe whatever's controlling the Illuminati is who we consider god. And that person controls all the governments, all the religions, all the everything, and that's who we refer to as God. And maybe he does have special powers that we don't understand, but it doesn't mean he's all-powerful. He's just in our understanding of things all-powerful. But, like, God versus Zeus is an equal match. Like, Jehovah versus Zeus, you know? That's an equal match. What about the flat Earth, though? In the case of the flat Earth, we assume that there isn't anything outside of this. And it's just behind the wall, there are other continents, and those other continents have other gods. Or even if we look, we let's assume our Earth is round, and our Earth is all we have. And different continents do have different kinds of gods ruling supreme. Mm-hmm. What if they all kind of coexist, and they all do have their different ideologies, and it's like Jehovah just, hey, you worship me, you only worship me. I don't want you to worship anybody else. But Zeus is like, whatever, you worship whoever you want. Maybe. Yeah, maybe they're maybe it's a giant political system of gods or deities. They're all demigods because there's no omni anything. It can't be. God made too many mistakes. Didn't yeah, li- little Dicky taught us. He made other gods and then he murdered them. Jehovah? Yes. Jehovah? Nah. Yeah, he did it once with the creatures here. Well, he did twice. Yeah. So, but that's what I don't <laughs> get. That little little Dicky, you smart, bro. You smart little dicky. You you were you a smart little dicky. Because what he said in this song where he was pillow talking, by the way, look at that song. Little Dicky, pillow talking. Anyways, in that song he says God made dinosaurs. And then he destroyed the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs weren't sinning. They didn't know what sin was. They were too basic. So did God fuck up? He's like, I don't like these dinosaurs. But you knew you weren't going to like those dinosaurs unless you didn't know everything. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. It's a giant hole. That's but, why people have to be like, they put them underground. But they, they're okay with him making a mistake and murdering us, though, and then the rainbow story. Like, how does that make sense? Look, people don't think about that too hard. They're like, you know, uh, 
we ruined the world with sin, and God was reading us, and it's like, he made Lucifer that ruined you with sin, and he knew Lucifer was going to ruin you with sin, so he made you to get ruined by sin and then kill you. But what about the dinosaurs? That is really sad. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. He put an entire planet worth of crap, destroyed an entire planet worth of crap. He's a hater. Or... What? Or God is kind of the bad guy. Maybe dinosaurs were made by a different god. There's some other god's pets or not pets. Yes, what if Zeus made dinosaurs and freaking Jehovah was like, fuck all the... He's a douchey brother. Well, he's the... well, why did he have to pick the same planet? Why couldn't he find another planet? Well, in this case, it's flat Earth and all we have is... Oh. And they're like, they're sharing this Earth. Maybe there's dinosaurs over the wall. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, the lizard people have dinosaurs. The why lizard not? people are probably living in harmony with dinosaurs. Maybe dinosaurs are lizard people. Well, it's... they're birds. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe lizard people aren't really lizard people. We just maybe they're think bird. They are. Well, they're shapeshifters. We do. Yeah, we've established that at the beginning of this show. We just see them for some reason as lizard people. Most they choose of the time. to. Yeah, they choose to look like that. But maybe they birds. They could be birds. Yeah. They live in harmony with anything because they could be anything. Yeah. So, in the case of flat Earth, we would say that the 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 center that we're in, the warm little center that we're trapped in by giant ice walls, mm-hmm. that's the center. That's the real center, and uh, that's where the dinosaurs were killed. And yes. then outside of that, there's still dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And there's lizard people everywhere. Yeah. Living in harmony with other creatures. Maybe there's intelligent life everywhere. Not in space, because space isn't a real thing. Flat Earth. But over the wall, there's a bunch of intelligent life forms and different civilizations. I mean, what the fuck would even be the difference between that and round Earth having fucking life in different planets as being suppressed by the government? Like, who the fuck cares? It's all the same shit. Whether it's flat and whether it's round, whether it's happening across the wall, in the center of the Earth, or in space, you're not fucking there. None of us are fucking there. We're never going to be there. We're going to die before any of this comes out. If it turns out to be true, who the fuck cares? But if we're alive... It won't make a difference. It won't make a difference. Because then we have to be like, hey, it's been confirmed. There's a flat earth. All the flat earthers who just want to believe in whatever the fuck nobody's believing in are going to be like, you guys are lying. <laughs> All the but flat earthers know. are going to become round earthers <laughs> immediately because science is going to say flat earth is real. And they're going to be like, we don't believe science, though. So now we're not flat earthers. That's crazy. I feel like there are going to still be people, though, that kill themselves. Like, it's too much to know the truth. That's the only negative effect, I guess, of the truth coming out, if that were the truth or any truths that came out. Yeah. Because it's anything. It's the change that hurts people. It's change. It's rapid, sudden change. That literally kills people. People yeah. can't handle change. I don't know what it is. But that's probably the biggest negative effect. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, though. Mm-hmm. Meh. Meh. Oh well. All of this apparently Thanksgiving. Hope Happy you, Thanksgiving. Yeah, hope you get hope you guys enjoy this very Thanksgiving episode that had nothing to do with a bunch of murder, death, gods and whatnot. You know, your usual just conversation topics. Mm-hmm. Good old mm-hmm. actually it kind of is. Good old just conversation. Yeah, <laughs> They've been packed with misinformation by just conversation. Take nothing personal, guys. And uh, you can uh, follow us on the medias if you want. All of them. Yes, follow us. 
Also, you can find Dave and his growing empire at the Hollow Nine Podcast Network, hollow9.com. That's H-O-L-L-O-W, the number nine, I-N-E dot com. Follow the official Grey Thoughts Twitter at the Grey Thought. Or you can just follow me at Meta Average Gamer. Yes, yes, you can go to the Facebook group, GreyThoughts.info, Discussions and Debate Group. Like our Facebook page, GreyThoughts.info. Yes, and like this is the official website, too, uh, GreyThoughts.info. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll send those questions and writing submissions. Oh, yes, about that. that. What? I, uh, I don't know, because randomly I feel like I need to tell people to go comment and review the show. On Twitter? On Instagram? Uh, no, what am I saying? None of that I, stuff. That's not Go right. to iTunes, <laughs> comment that's and review until I decide I don't want to tell you guys to do that anymore. And then I won't for a bunch of episodes and then I'll pop up again and I'll say again, go comment and review. So uh, go comment and review on iTunes. Uh, you can find us anywhere that there's podcasts if you, uh, for whatever reason, are hearing this and don't already have access to podcasts. First of all, how are you hearing us? Second... It's all right, because now you can find us on iTunes, on the official website, greatthoughts.info. You can find us on Podcasters. Castbox. Castbox. Look, one day, one day, I'm a Google Podcasters, and it's going to be a real thing. It's just going to say Podcasters. Yeah, it's probably a real thing. It's probably a real thing where they put podcasters or a place where podcast, well, where a list of known podcasters are, whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. There's probably a place called Podcasters. Somebody dig that just link up and send it to link. us. Yeah, just find it and send it to me so that I can then use that link because I'm already pitching whatever that is. And whoever you are, you apparently have my support whether or not it was intentional. So <laughs> the Podcasters website, that's going to, yep, partners with us because why not? Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with Dave. I hope you guys enjoyed me and Christina here rambling. And I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving and holiday stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. You guys, <laughs> I don't care if you guys enjoyed it. It was meaningless anyways. You, at the end of this conversation, you have realized how pointless Thanksgiving is. And you're like, I'm probably never going to do that again. But it doesn't matter because you're going to still do it next year. Yep. It's just like uh, when New Year's resolution comes through. Everybody's going to say what? New year, new me. By the end of the year, you're exactly who the fuck you were before you said that. You're a year older. Yep. The end. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. The normal people are the ones we got to be scared of because they could be tricked into doing anything by somebody crazier than we are. So we got to tell them what to do? Uh, I guess. I guess that's the solution. We got to tell all the people what to do so that the crazier people don't tell them what to do. That means we just got to get into power and then control the masses Mm -hmm. in order to protect the masses. Yes, we're heroes. If we're heroes, look, we have to become bil- at all costs. Look, we have to crack some eggs. What is it? You got to break some eggs and make an omelet?
So we, we got to get rid of some, we got to do the things we got to do on our way to success and finances. And some people are going to suffer. Some people are going to be lose jobs in order for us to get millions and stuff. But this is for the pick, for the greater good, for the picture of everyone, not just you who got shafted by some company. We just needed to shaft you in order to get more funds to fix the world. Mm-hmm. That's really the ultimate goal here. So we need to do that. We got to tell Dave he needs to join us and uh, we have to go get super rich. Where do we have to be good? We're going to invest in stocks and stocks are going to go up and we're going to be billionaires. Yeah. We're going to invest in the right stocks. The problem is people invest in the wrong stocks. They're stupid. (laughs) You see, they're idiots. Why don't they just think, hey, what about the right stocks? Yes, that's how it is. That's how it goes because they invest in the. You tell me they're investing in the right stocks and they're not and they're not getting richer. Of course, that's how it works. They definitely invest in the right stocks. If they invest in the wrong stocks, it's fucked up. Yeah, they don't get it. The bad guys though are telling them to invest in the wrong in the wrong stocks. They're saying, "Look, you see these wrong stocks, the right stocks." So they're changing the names of these stocks and we no, had to pick the wait right are one. they changing the names yeah they took the name tags they swapped them they swapped them when they showed them the pile that these are good stocks these Those are, are bad stocks so we gotta go to the bad stocks. we gotta go to the bad stocks because they're really because nobody's investing in them and they're going broke we should invest in the wrong stocks the bad ones and we'll get rich yep we yep. broke it we we solved the system <laughs> guys if you're listening to us this is how this works we know we're well researched in stocks. Yep, years in stocks. Yeah, school twenty. Yeah, stock school. We look. We have two doctorates and in, in in two doctorates apiece. Yeah, whatever that might mean. What are they? One is stockings and one is stocks. Yeah, I don't know. One is stocking and the other one is shelving. Shelving. Yeah, we have two stock. Degrees, degrees yeah. one in stockings and the other one in shelving. Yeah, I'm telling so you, can you, trust us. you can trust us. We are experts in stock exchange. Yes, well, I'm pretty sure that's right. Well, exchanging should have been the second one then. Exchanging, yes. Well, that's our third degree that we're that's working our third on degree. right now. Yeah, we almost got that one. Yep, we almost got that one. Stockings and exchangings. Yep. Stockings, exchangings, and shelfings. Yep. It's the best, man. Come on, we're experts. Yeah. And once we get our exchangings degree, a doctorate, by the way, we already have a master's in exchangings. We're just getting to the doctorates now. Don't get that confused. But you can trust us. You can definitely trust us. 